Because then I know that I'm going back to a place where there's a roof <laughs> and central air, or at least an AC unit. I don't enjoy the idea of being outside indefinitely. You okay. Know? Sure. Um, you know? Yeah. Just again, it goes back to I'm in wildlife's domain. <laughs> I, if I got killed out there, I wouldn't blame anybody but myself. That's fair. So I just don't put myself in those situations. Again, I will go hiking and enjoy the beauty of nature, but that is a maximum of like, what, five, six hours outside, depending on how um, how long your hike is. And then I go back inside. I have a beer and I go to sleep. I get that. For me... I like camping because it is, like, I just like being outside. And unlimited outside time is yay. Yeah, no. Fair enough. I can't get behind it. I'm sorry. It's, you know, it's not for everyone. So I guess we'll just have to make do with not camping together. Hey, babe. Yeah, babe? Remember that time we watched Body at Brighton Rock? You mean the 2019 American thriller horror film directed, written, and produced by Roxanne Benjamin? One and the same. Yeah. So I'm Nicole. I'm Topher. And we're the Horror Babes. That is accurate. Exactly. And just in case you are new here, I will explain our format now. We'll be following our normal format this time, and this is not a surprise horror naw like last week. <laughs> um, this is a straightforward movie analysis, which means Topher will take us through who made this thing shouting out the cast and crew, and then I will take us through the plot, and then we will go into a deeper analysis of said plot. But before that, do we have any horror news today? No. Okay, great. <laughs> We've had a lot of horror news the past couple of weeks, so it makes sense that we have a dead week. But anyway, so since that is... Not happening. <laughs> can you tell us who made this thing? I sure can. Great. Dope. <laughs> so, Body at Brighton Rock. Not to be confused with Body at Brighton Beach, because that's a completely different movie. <laughs> it's just about laying out in the sun. With the trash. With the trash. Listen, I love New York beaches. Don't come for me. Yes. So, yeah, like you said, it was uh, directed, written, and produced by Roxanne Benjamin. We have talked about her on this podcast before because she was the director of the Don't Fall segment in XX. Correct. She's also done, um, you know, she's directed a few things here and there. She mostly does shorts. This is actually her only feature that is out. Um, but yeah, she did a segment for Southbound. She was been a producer on a lot of these uh, short film anthologies. And yeah, she directed a couple episodes of Creep Show, Riverdale, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Nancy Drew. Um, she's got two more movies uh, slated, but that are both ones in post production, ones in pre pro, but uh, no date as of yet on those. As for our cast, we have uh, Karina Fontes, our Fontes as Wendy, our lead idiot, um, <laughs> giving a, giving that away right now. Yeah. Uh, she's fucking dumb. And deserves everything that happens during this movie. <laughs> yes, I am. I am very disappointed. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> in Wendy the whole time. <laughs> yeah, she was also in Southbound, and she's got a new film coming out soon, uh, Before the World Set on Fire, and Babylon. Both are coming out soon. Casey Adams plays Red, our uh, dead hiker. <laughs> mm. um, he's primarily a stuntman. Um, he's got, yeah, just tons and tons of credits and stunts. Uh, he hasn't acted in a ton of things. Mostly, like, he's, yeah, he's just mostly in a uh, a stunt guy. And I mean that in, like, the nicest way, but, yeah. Yeah. Emily Althaus as uh, Maya, our best friend, who's also kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you would know her from Orange, uh, Orange is the New Black. She had a run on there as Maureen Cucudio. Mm, yeah, that's right. I, I knew she looked familiar, and I, I love Orange is the New Black. You do. I've never really watched it. It's fun. It's a fun ride. also want to shout out Brody Reed as Craig, the other friend. Uh, he is a hilarious writer and podcaster and comedian. Definitely check out his podcast, Dark Weep. It's hilarious. It's very fun. Um, and Martin Spangers as Davy, the uh, the guy. <laughs> it's like God spilled a person, um, <laughs> but yeah, he was. Um, you definitely would know him from True Blood and uh, Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter. Oh yeah, I remember that show. Yeah, um, he was Rory, the brother. Okay. Music was from The Gifted. Uh, who you would definitely know because they also did XX and Ready or Not and Southbound and yeah, love them. Very cool. Yeah. Our cinematographer was Hannah Getz. She's done a good amount of things. This is um, definitely one of her first big gigs as a cinematographer, but she's definitely, she's done, you know, um, she's worked in the visual department uh, and worked as a camera operator and now she's getting her shot as a uh, uh, cinematographer. What a great shot, too. Like, pun intended, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, when you're working with such a gorgeous set like this and such uh, gorgeous scenery, it's kind of like, how can you go? How can you fuck it up? Yeah, it's pretty hard to fuck up shooting Idlewild. Like, Idlewild's just so pretty. Um, And then our editors were Matt Blundell and um, Marcus Marcialat. Or Marcielet? I'm not sure. But they, um, they're credited as Courtney Marcielet, uh, but I've transitioned since then. Okay. And their name is August now. Cool. Um, it's another one from Magnet uh, releasing. Um, we love that. Magnet picks up like all these cool little indie films. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great for that. Huh, picks up. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> just so many unintentional, intentional puns here today. I know. We're just rocking we're just it. killing it today. <laughs> Definitely not spiraling at all no <laughs> us never never not once never so <laughs> yeah um it went it was released at south by southwest in march of 2019 and it got a wider release although not a very wide release um in the states in april of 2019 pretty big budget here two million um and there's almost no return it made five thousand dollars back oh damn <laughs> But it only showed at, like, art house theaters. Um, it never got, like, a wide, wide release. True. And now it's on Hulu, right? That's yes. That's where we watched it. Yeah. yeah, it's been on there for a while. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's about all I have for now. Um, babe, why don't you tell us what happens in this movie? Okay. So, we have Wendy, resident dumbass. Um, God, like she's we've, so stupid. We've said. And I don't like calling women that, but we'll explain later exactly, you know. Um, yikes. So... 
the the movie pretty much opens with um, all of these park rangers are going to a big meeting with their head park ranger. What, what's their the, boss? Their basically, boss, yeah. I guess. Um, chief park ranger. I don't Sandra. know. Sandra. And um, Wendy is late. It's this seems like she's late. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're kind of, you know, they're just having like, they're just having a little meeting, assigning new jobs. Um, Safety stuff. Saying that they, they're they not allowed to switch shifts with each other, blah, blah, blah. All of these things. Wendy sneaks in, or so she thinks. And then Sandra's like, yo, where you been? And she was like, oh, uh, sorry. And it's this really awkward moment where Wendy's like, you know, my car broke down, like all this shit. Um, but Sandra's not having it. She's like, you're a Not fuck up. A little. She, she's like, you're a fuck up. You're on thin ice. And um, <laughs> this is where we meet uh, um, Wendy's f- best friend. Maya. Maya. Um, this is where we meet Wendy's best friend, Maya, who is like trying to, you know, help her out, cover for her, like says, you know, like, come on, come on. Like trying to give her like the clear. Yeah. Right. She's like, you know, trying to trying to not be caught being late. And Maya's trying to help out. But then she gets caught anyway. And then they get assigned their jobs for the day. You know, their jobs range from park cleanup to hanging up flyers to marking the trails. Like anything, you know, under the sun, really. Yeah. Um, And there's, I guess, this widespread joke of, like, Wendy is not an outdoorsy girl. Yeah, she's a... uh... She's a scaredy cat. She, you know, doesn't like spiders, like all of these things. And so they're like, don't you mostly do kitty trails and like all this shit. And Maya wants to switch with um, their other friend because she has a crush on the guy that is working, you know, a specific job. So Maya wants to work with this guy. But then the other guy's like, no, we're not switching. Sorry. Not happening. Um, and then Ugh. Wendy was like, well, why don't we switch? You can work the information booth. And that way you'll see him like all day. You know, this whole movie could have been avoided, avoided if Maya wasn't horny. I know. why women shouldn't be allowed to have sex. Right. Yeah. Well, like I'm, I'm questioning what the message of this movie exactly is. What they're trying to say. Don't be horny. Don't be cocky. I mean, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um... And so I, I just, I have trouble relating to that. And <laughs> shocking. So this is where they, you know, really start to make fun of her. They're like, no, you, you are not, you know, putting up flyers on this like trail that's going to take you like three hours away from base. Right. Um, or whatever. And she's just like, come on, like, guys, I can do it. So then we see that Wendy has something to prove. So she's really adamant about doing this and giving Maya the information booth. They end up. Uh, doing the switch and Maya's like here take my pack because I doubt that yours is like you know really set up here which we learn later that Maya's not too set up either (laughs) bitch and then and then so everyone goes about their jobs Wendy starts out on her trail seems to be going okay you know she's putting the flyers up she's dancing around she's dancing around listening to music that's uh, just so many mistakes mistake number five on the list like it's just (laughs) I'm again I love like hiking is really truly fun for me camping is not but I would never ever 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 again if I am in someone else's domain why the fuck would I have one of my senses yeah, you would not just get rid of one. Yeah. Why? I would never, ever 
put headphones in my ears if I was hiking. Yeah. Never. That's got to be like 101. Do not like eliminate one of your senses in the wilderness, ma'am. And so like, what the fuck? Um, That's like common sense. That's beyond like even just, you know, the park ranger probably like rule book. That's beyond that. That is common sense. Yeah, it's the easiest thing in the world. She literally puts up a flyer that says, don't hike alone and like increase bear activity and all this shit. And it's just like, Especially, God damn, like, stop being stupid. Think about it. If they tell you that like, it's not, so it's not the safest thing if you're walking, especially as a woman late at night, like in the city, walking around with headphones in by yourself. That's not like, that is like 101, probably not the safest thing for you to do. Why the fuck would it be safer for you to walk around in the wilderness where you don't know what's out there Yeah, with headphones in? You know what I mean? Like, it just, it irks me. It irks you. It irks me. Um, but anyway, she's having a good time, so I guess that's all that matters. Um, it definitely gave me, um, like, House of the Devil vibes. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I remember I, I remember you saying that when we when we were watching it. Um, but anyway, you know, she's she's going about her jolly work. So yeah, she gets spooked. That's, I guess, supposed to be our first, like, kind of uh, preliminary, like, jump scare. I don't know. Um, I don't think it was super effective personally, but I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's it's a minor one. Like, it's there to sort of get, put, pre, uh, it's there to sort of prime that pump. Yeah. So she, I guess, takes a wrong turn at some point. She ends up um, on this... Uh, what would you would you call it like a bluff or a cliff? Yeah, or like a, a like thing, a cliff face. Yeah, a cliff face, and she's just kind of marveling at the beauty. It is beautiful. Um, and then she looks down, or no, she she like takes a photo. She's backing all the way the fuck up. So God. this is actually a really good use of like oh yikes because we honestly at this point believe that she's dumb enough to actually like fall off this cliff. Yeah. Um, if you hadn't watched the trailer, you'd be sitting here going oh shit. Yeah. You think she's going to be the body at Brighton Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's backing up on this cliff, like about to fucking fall off because she's taking a selfie, I guess, to send to Maya. Um, she sends it to Maya and she's like, and Maya responds back like, where where are you? Um, and she was like, I'm at Brighton Rock. Or uh, Hitchback. Or yeah, Hitchback. Sorry. Take that again. I don't know these fucking names. Um, she's like, I'm at Hitchback. Duh. And then um, Maya responds back, that's not Hitchback. And she's like, wait, what? So she's like, kind of looking around like, where am I? So dun, dun, dun. We've taken a wrong turn on this already very rough and difficult trail. But Maya's like, it's going to be fucking easy. Like, Just, just go back wh- the way you came. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a flashlight in your bag. It, you're going to get back after dark because you're in the wrong spot. But you can get back. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but Wendy's like, I don't know which fucking way I came because I'm... <laughs> Unfortunately, an incompetent protagonist. And, so stupid. And yeah. And then uh, she gets another text message from Maya being like, who's that behind you in the picture? And then Wendy's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um. <laughs> um, uh, nobody. Uh, and then so she looks down um, at the base of the cliff or, you know, whatever, um, the landing. Um, and there's a there's someone just laying there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, hello, sir, like, sir, <laughs> you good? 
Um, and then we discover that he's dead. Um, and decomposing, like he's been there for a minute. Um, skin is not looking fresh, honey. Yeah, purple and blue face, like. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. Uh, yeah. Eye popping out. Uh, yeah, the eye, it's the eye for me. The eye freaks me out. Um, <laughs> Her too. Yeah. I mean, scary. And then, so she uses her, her little, her little radio walkie talkie and calls in, um, we have a, we have a zero three zero or whatever, um, mm-hmm. code and, and they're like, okay, well, you know what to do. And she's like, no, I just know the number. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And they're like, you know, don't. I'm late to every single meeting. You think I know what to do? Exactly. So she's like, she's freaking out. Um, and they're just like, they're like, hey, like trying to keep her calm. They're just like, hey, yo, like stay where you are. Um, don't touch the body, but you have to stay there. We're going to send people out. And she's like, how long is that going to take? And they're like, they're not going to reach you until the morning. So you, she is, she now has to stay there um, through the night. She's freaking out as one would, um, especially someone of, of her uh knowledge level i guess <laughs> Lack I'm, I'm trying not to be i'm trying not to be mean but it's really hard it's really hard it's not really to bully hard. this chick i just um, want i i just want to take her by the face and go why are you here i just feel like she's never been in a trying situation um because of maybe her level of privilege in life i'm not sure but maybe her parents did everything for her growing up. I can't really tell maybe because she's she has just really dumb. She has zero common sense and it's infuriating. Um, but so she's like freaking out that she has to be there um, overnight, which I would too personally. Again, don't it's wanna, not ideal. Don't want to camp. I would love to go hiking, but never, never, never would I ever stay overnight in a bear's territory. Um, <laughs> And so she's, you know, she has her moments of like freak outs. She's not staying put. She's kind of just like walking around. She's moves like touches the body, does everything wrong. Once again, even though someone has reiterated to her, like what she should and should not do. She does the opposite of those things. Um, she's like walking around. She's like kind of, you know, freaking out. She finds like a campsite where, um, she sees like a tent. Um, she, she finds some supplies in there. Um, yeah, and she, she finds steals a multi-tool. Them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> multi-tool, she steals a lantern, them. another uh, torch, and like, yep, just steals everything. Yeah, and we and we get you know kind of a creepy moment where we think that someone's outside of the tent, but it ends up being just like a little bit of brush from the bush or whatever, just you know making noises. Mm-hmm. And then we find one of those bags that you tie up so that the bears don't get your food. Yeah, but there's kind of like you know blood seeping from it, so it's you know kind of creepy. But like you said, it could literally just be like some meat or so. Like yeah, it's like know, it looks like uh, yeah. We'll find, we find out at the end meat. what that is. Yeah, yeah. So she goes, yeah, she goes back to the body and then she's like, I'm going to go more exploring. I'm like, bitch, set up your tent. You have like two hours tonight. Oh my God. I know. Fucking tent. I yelled it so many times. I know. I mean, I guess that's kind of, that can be, uh, that's like a cliche fun thing about watching a horror film is you're yelling at the protagonist. You know, I mean, we certainly got that pleasure button pressed during this (laughs) because you know, you, you, in a lot of horror films, you're like, bitch, don't go in there. Like don't separate. And for this one, it was set up your motherfucking tent before it gets pitch black. <laughs> well, that's the next thing that happens too is like he had to yell, bitch, don't go in there. So she yeah. like walks past the body. She like sees this cave and sees more bear, like claw marks from a bear on a tree. And then she sees a cave 
And what does she do? She goes to the fucking cave and throws a stick in there. Like, I was rooting for her to die at this point. I was like, nope, nope, you've earned it. You have fucking earned your death by being the dumbest person alive. And even at this point when you're thinking like, oh, this is her, you know, um, proving not only to her friends, but to herself that she can do it. She's going to come out on top. That's what we're expecting. But at the same time, we're just like, this is very heavy handed on the side of like, this bitch should have died. Like, I, she honestly, should have. She deserved it. Like, and I don't like saying that, but Jesus Christ, when you write a protagonist that's this fucking dumb. It's like every haunting movie where they're like, we've got this. God. It's just, it's crazy. I'm gonna go back in the cabin. No, bitch, run. Yeah. So then, you know, she does that. It's, it's, it's again, a bad idea. Um, and then we meet our other, pretty much our only other character in yeah. this, other than in the very beginning and the very end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, because she's up on the ridge and she's, like, trying to talk to the home base. She, flips her, she finally walkie switches walkie out her batteries. Dies. Yeah. yeah. But she switches out her batteries. Yeah, and then she's talking to them. And then she meets this guy in, like, a flannel or whatever. And he's, like, you know, don't trust nobody. So she's, he's like... He's creepy as fuck. He definitely is. Like, she's kind of talking to him. He's kind of talking... But then she's just, like... He's, like, saying that he's going to help her, but this is the only smart thing that she does in the whole movie is not trust him and not, like, go with him or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then um, she sees that he has a knife, and and she she becomes very firm with him, saying, like, you have to get out of here. Um, Like, I am an authority figure in this park. Like, you have to leave. So he leaves. Um, And then it's nightfall. She it's 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 fucking dark. Um, she's kind of we go through we go in and out of a little bit of like her imagining things happening with the body, her dreams, um, or I would consider them nightmares for sure, um, of the body like coming back alive, yeah, reanimating and, and chasing her, like all of these you know things that your brain would definitely mess with you if you were in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, she's spiraling, she's losing it. Um, I can't believe that she even could fall asleep personally, but. Uh, it happened. Exhaustion. Yeah, true. And then, um, before we know it, it's honestly like next morning. We don't have too, too much time with Pitch Black. She we does, have like a couple scenes. Yeah, but. she does go back to the bear cave like a fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. And then she like has her like triumph moment where she's like takes the bandana off his face and goes, I'm not afraid of you. And we're like, okay, yeah, you shouldn't be. It's a, it's a dead, it's a dead body. body. It's a dead body. You should, you, you, <laughs> What what fear? <laughs> what what? Yeah. So then it's morning time. She goes back to the ridge. She ends up falling off of the off of the side. Of course, smacks um, her whole face and tumbles down and fucks her ankle. Up. Ouch! Definitely a concussion. Um, if she and has a concussion, you have to ask her questions so she can stay awake. How do you survive in the woods? Stuff she knows. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then so definitely concussion. Definitely like a fucked up ankle. So you know. Uh, we're, we're not in good shape. Um, and then if, if matters couldn't, you know, get any worse, she comes face to face with the bear. Just a big butt cuddly buddy. No. I want to give him a hug. And all throughout this movie, people have been telling her, like, don't run from, from bears. Don't run from wildlife. They will chase you. And like, do you really think you stand a chance? No. No. Bears run so fast. And And they're big. They're just big. They're They're, big gallopy boys. Yeah. They're big and they're fast. Um, their leg span is way bigger than ours. Um, <laughs> so she she does the first correct thing that she's done in this movie, which is stand face to face with the bear. She has this mace that 
that I, I should I should uh, <laughs> I forgot about uh, the fish. she maces herself she maces in the herself face. earlier. Like so honestly, dumb. honestly, this isn't, and we'll talk about this in just a minute. This is an insult to every woman on this planet. Like Jesus fucking Christ, maces she maces herself. herself. Oh my god! And then god. so she pulls out the mace and it runs out, and then she's like, "Fuck, I'm fucked." And because she 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 can't run. I honestly think that this is the only reason she didn't run is because she fucking can't. (laughs) Like, thank God she broke her ankle because this stupid ass motherfucking bitch would have fucking ran if she hadn't broken her ankle. And so I think Roxanne Benjamin definitely knew that when she was writing the script and she was like, this person's so stupid, they would just run and they would die. I have to have her survive. How do I do that? I fuck up her ankle. Yeah, and then I the mean, bear claws her ankle, so she definitely can't run. You're like, okay, good. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. You just you just make it very clear that she can't run. Um, so there are cases where it's okay to hurt women. <laughs> not not the right take, <laughs> but okay. Um, moving on, and uh, so so she gets this idea. She has like a, she has a lighter. She ends up setting the. I guess like the 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 gas or the helium whatever from the from the it's, mace. yeah the compressed it's the yeah, compressed, compressed gas, air yeah. uh, gas whatever on fire so she basically makes like a torch um, it's just like and then the bear gets scared of the fire while and, she screams at it yeah sh- sh- yeah sure I'm sh- I'm sure that the screaming is what did it <laughs> um, and then uh, the bear kind of is just like oh shit this bitch is crazy <laughs> fuck this shit I'm out I I think I saw another human back this other way I'm just gonna go get them. So the bear turns around and goes, and then it turns out that Sandra and Maya and everyone who did not believe in her was saw the whole thing, and they and Sandra, were Sandra like fires off a shot at the bear just to scare it and like yeah, and so then uh, so then the uh, the officials have come. They're looking at the body. They're examining the body, and you know uh, w- Wendy has some questions, and they're. They identify the man, and it turns out to be the guy that she was talking to. There, he's wearing the same clothes. He has the same knife mm-hmm. in his jacket pocket. So now she's fucking freaking out, like, "Oh my god!" And you know, she's been like talking to a ghost this whole time. Um, she was like, "No, I talked to this guy." And so they're like, "Oh, okay." Um, You've been through a lot. <laughs> you're like, you're fired, and we're gonna get you some help, sweetie. And um. That's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah, she walks to the edge of the cliff that she was staying on and just yeah. like starts laughing. Yep. And um uh yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's it. So, uh yeah, I, I for this movie being um by a woman, it really has a negative view on women. I think it's just on this woman. <laughs> I just cannot. I mean, we already get such a bad rap for like not having like, you know, nature smarts street smarts like all these sure. bullshit uh, normal like machismo driven things so it kind of sucks that this character is not just makes mistakes because i'm not saying that that you know everyone would probably make mistakes when they were in a panic mode i wouldn't know exactly what to do but it's i i'm really frustrated at the fact that that they made this character this stupid <laughs> like you're really driving the point home of like like I get that she's trying to prove to herself prove to her friends blah 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 that she um, is capable of doing this job which as an audience member I'm like bitch for what yeah why yeah uh. this job is is like 
Go do something else. Do literally any other job. This is clearly not your dream. Like, why are you trying to prove this shit? She even has that conversation with Davey. Yeah. But he loves it. He's like, I may not be the best at everything, but I really do enjoy this. Which is fine. But I'm just like, I I don't know. I, I don't really see a purpose for, like, any... This movie's exposition isn't strong enough for me to care about A, Wendy... B, it's not strong enough for me to care about... Like, like she doesn't care about this job. She's just risking her own life to try to prove something to herself and her friends. And yeah. is being stupid the entire time. Not only is just, like, making mistakes. Once again, they have made this character so dumb <laughs> that I have trouble rooting for her. And I Like think I said, that, I was rooting for her to die, so... And that's... I think that that's where this movie really fails for me. Like, it was fun. Um, I don't know if I'd watch it again. It was okay. Um, there are better um, narratives that, you, you know... Stories yeah. that follow this similar narrative here, but I, I don't know. I don't really like that they painted um, this woman as that incompetent. Right. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. She's. It's. It's a weird example of like. It's well written, but fuck me. Um. They're just. Yeah. It like the writing is good, and the direction is good, and the movie's gorgeous and shot super well. Um. And I think the acting is good too. It's just something about. Wendy being the dumbest person to have ever, ever lived. It ruins it for me. Like, all of the things yeah, you just said are nuts. true. Yeah. But that major detail really ruined it for me. Because, again, it would be far more interesting if she made some good choices along the way. If she were capable in any way. Yeah, and just maybe made mistakes because she's freaked out. And this is... Uh, the, the situation already is enough for us to really feel that fear right that i don't think that we needed her it became predictable because she was because we just assumed the worst of her um so we never really gave the protagonist credit and i think that that's where this movie has its biggest downfall um, and it's unfortunate. I, I always am, you know, I'm always really jazzed to watch uh, movies that are made by women, of course, and are right. about women. Um, but I really think that this was an unfair take on on the capability of women, like, in nature. I don't think it was fair um, at all. I mean, the only thing that would have made this worse is if Sandra was a man. Yeah. That's the only thing that would have made this worse for me. Right. And, like... I don't know. There's something about somebody capable and intelligent being fucked over that makes things scarier. Yes, exactly. But this did, like you said earlier, this kind of feels like a throwback to like 80s, like 70s, 80s, where the protagonists are just fucking dumb. Yeah, I and I definitely understand that. I just think that maybe this was a little bit, I don't know, it was a little bit misplaced. It was a little much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think for... Especially, yeah, but getting back to the the idea of somebody who's competent. Yeah. It's so, like, when we watch um, Evil Dead 2013, why is it scary? Because they're doing smart things. It's just not working out. Yeah. And that's psychologically, yeah, yeah. that's psychologically scarier to me than someone just, like, making all these dumb fucking decisions and being like, I mean, it's like, you want to root for the protagonist, um, but this movie just made it very hard to. Yeah, because like when I was thinking about it, it was like, you know what's scary is when you are in a dream trying to punch, but it feels like you're punching through molasses and Absolutely. just nothing works. 
Or and screaming doing, and nothing comes out. Yes. Yeah. You're doing the right thing in the situation where, like, you know that you threw the punch correctly and aimed it correctly and it had all the right weight behind it and then it just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Right? That's what it means to have a competent person be fucked over throughout a movie. Right? Mm-hmm. We even saw some of that in Raw where, like, yeah. she doesn't want, she's actively resisting the thing that's fucking her over. Yeah. But she just can't. Yeah, it's that animalistic, um, instinct that she has that she can't yeah. get rid of and i or hell and like we talked about last week with uh, uh sorry to bother you yes like he's doing it, it the, the tension of it is that he's trying to do the right thing he but just has to do pretty terrible things to get to the right thing exactly because he's been backed into a corner right yeah which yeah so, we talked about last week yeah so having someone intelligent in this movie having someone who's capable who knows what they're doing but things keep fucking up that's why i love that show alone yeah like it's not like they a lot of them don't do stupid shit but they get they have to tap out or they get injured because it's just dangerous in the wild so yeah and i you bring up a really great point because when you have So this is specifically, this is pretty specific to horror films here, where your atmosphere or your environment becomes a character. Yes. And the wilderness, the, you know, the, the, (laughs) the great unknown is a very important character. So if you're choosing to set, like, look at the Blair Witch, you're, we don't ever see the Blair Witch, right? No. We don't. Um, but the atmosphere and the environment is a character in that movie. So when you set a horror film in the unknown is what I'm mm-hmm. going to call it, whether that's the ocean, whether that is the forest, whatever space, space like we have, it, we have yes. that in sunshine space is a character. Is in a sunshine. character. Yes, absolutely. You have to make that character. You have to make your protagonist at least stand a chance against that other character or else it's boring. Yeah. You have to make sure, because, and I think Alone is a very perfect example of that, and that is like, you know, a reality TV show, essentially. Yeah, it's a a reality show, yeah. Um, But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They like, they, they are extremely competent. They've been preparing for this for at least a year. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They've they've tested out their, you know, it's it's a more controlled, um, experiment with them because Mm -hmm. they were prepared or so they thought that's a far more interesting story to me having someone do everything that they possibly can in their power to be um prepared for this situation but then because you put yourself in the elements Mm -hmm. right the the unknown the unexpected that's where the real drama lies and i do i i do like that this is an unexpected moment for her but because that make that does make it psychologically a lot more scary right. where where she's trapped. She's yeah. trapped and it's it's interesting that they're making her trapped in this wide open space. Yes. It's what I talked about with the Blair Witch. They keep going in circles. Right. Um they're trapped in a wide open expansive environment. Mm-hmm. Um and so is she in this. So psychologically yes that is scary, but again, it ruins it that she's so incapable. Yes. That she's just, yeah, she's incompetent and she's stupid. Like, she not only is incompetent, she makes bad decisions. Yeah, it doesn't make it enjoyable for me to watch that. Yeah, like, there is a there's a, there was a contestant on one of the seasons of Alone who just kept making stupid choices and ends up hurting herself so many times that she has to leave. Yeah. Like, she just kept fucking herself up because she kept being stupid. 
and I was rooting against her because I'm like, no, dude, you if you win this, that's a slap in the face to this competition, right? Yeah. Everybody else would have to fuck up in some random way that got them knocked out if you won this. For sure, for sure. Like, it's that earning it sort of thing or whatever. Yeah. And so when we look at that narratively, yeah, you're right, that when you have the environment as a character that is against you, you need somebody a little bit more competent than she is. Or at least doesn't make dumbass decisions constantly. Yeah, because again, then the movie becomes extremely predictable. Even in the end, I always knew that it was going to end with her like overcoming something. She wasn't going to die. We already knew that she... The minute that you know that she is not the body at Brighton Rock, you know she's not going to be the second. Yeah. It's just not how movies work. Yeah, um, narratively, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Um, and so... I don't know. You don't have that fear of her becoming the second body. You don't have this. You're not rooting for her. So it's kind of like, what is this movie trying to I'm make us feel? I'm just watching it happen. Yeah. I'm just watching it all happen. And I think that the whole, uh, uh, you know, the the whole enjoyment that we felt kind of like in those really silly campy horror movies in the 80s and whatnot, where we were yelling at them like, oh my God, don't go in there. It's, you know... That part is that that is certainly a fun a fun feeling to have of like right. I'm smarter than you like I know more than <laughs> you and that's a good tool to use where you get your audience on the inside of the narrative as opposed to blocking them out of it. Right. So then you feel like you're you know more things than the protagonist. So you're like don't go in there and it makes you feel something. But the problem with this movie is it doesn't make you feel anything. Right. She's, and it's it's like sometimes they don't know better than to not go in the house, right? Or like, don't go around that corner. The killer's there. Like, they don't know the killer's there. She knows not to be an idiot. Yeah. it's She just doesn't listen. Yeah. She's being told the right things to do at every single point. And, and just, she just neglects that. Just yeah. Just does the opposite. And yeah, that's what that's that's really what ruins this movie for me. But I mean, aside from that, uh, it like you said, the acting is great. The mm-hmm. the shots are beautiful. Um, it is well written. Um, yeah, I, just... I, I like to that point. I really like that. There's no cutaways. Like you stay yeah. with her. They mm-hmm. never cut to like they could have showed them hiking through the forest or like what's going on out there. Like they could have cut away during those radio conversations. Yeah, it they makes us feel have... more isolated mm-hmm. with her, and that's that, that was we a very also smart don't move. leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we also don't leave uh, the ridge. That yeah, that was definitely a smart move. I will I will give the movie credit for. All of the above of what we just said. It's just, it's that major, major point of the characteristic of Wendy being just an utter dumbass that really, <laughs> that really ruins it for me. Yeah, and I, I'll say for the camera work too, they, they did a great job with the camera work of making a wide open space feel claustrophobic. Yes. But yeah, like I said, the camera work's fucking amazing and it, it just really, really sells this film. Like I said, if it, it's just Wendy. Wendy's the problem. Because, like, yes. yeah, the acting, fantastic. Um, the Maya and Craig are hilarious at the beginning. We yeah. were laughing. We were having a good time, you know? Um, but I was hoping it would be more House of the Devil and less this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And Ty West has more experience making features. I get it. Like, he's done more than Roxanne has. No, and I'm but not. Yeah. I, sorry. Uh, I didn't oh, mean to cut oh, you off. Oh, okay. I, I'm yeah. just apologizing for that. Um, but, yeah, he... Uh, uh, that is another movie that's all about the isolation and we don't cut away we don't leave except for when Greta Gerwig dies that's the only cutaway we have the rest of the time we're fully with our main character and does the same thing of like that House of Leaves thing with the claustrophobic filmmaking or camera shots Uh, but this 
could have been that. Like, she doesn't make stupid decisions in that movie. In House of the Devil. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she makes smart decisions. She just loses. Yeah, exactly. And that's what makes that movie very heartbreaking in a in a very specific way. And mm-hmm. this just isn't... I don't... My problem... My main problem is just this movie doesn't make me feel anything. Yeah. I, I don't have, feel anything except for annoyance. Yeah, I don't have compassion for Wendy. I have no... Yeah, just no empathy for her whatsoever. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. You got yourself in this situation. This is your fucking fault. This is why you don't go... One, you don't go hiking alone. Davey even offers her to go with her. And he's like, he's kind of creepy about it, but like... And her pride is what gets in the way. She's exactly, just like, no, yeah. I'm going to do this on my own. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know, man. Strength comes in many forms. And one of those yeah. forms sometimes is asking for help. Yeah. Humility is also strength. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's really what it gets down to for me is that like, it's just, she's so just not smart. The one capable thing she does is start a fire. Yeah, which is almost unbelievable that she even like because they're painting her as this picture of just like has literally never gone outside. So (laughs) the fact that she it's almost unbelievable that she starts a fire. Well, it's I they do. There's a throwaway line that actually supports it earlier in the movie where she's she (laughs) says, I just teach kids about fire safety. Oh, right. So, okay. Um, and that is... That does explain it. Yeah. And then she uses the fire safety uh, paper to light her fire. Right, right, right. Yeah, that is kind of that is kind of funny. So, is there any world in which she uh, actually keeps her job after this? No. Right. Absolutely not. You're welcome, and you're fired. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, I will say Maya fucked her with that bag, though. There was nothing in that bag. Left her for dead, bro. If you are out there, you should have some sort of like shelter thing that you have. Like you get, it could yeah. just be like a little pop tent. That's all it has to be. But that would fit in that pack. There was literally all she has nothing is water, in that pack. a map, a radio, and a flashlight, and a flashlight, and some nuts. <laughs> yeah, Maya left this bitch for dead. Yeah, Maya's a bad friend. For real, she's like, take my pack. It's more prepared, bitch. How? For what? Yeah. <laughs> prepared for what? For uh, killing your best friend. Literally like, left her for motherfucking dead. I think Maya's gonna lose her job too. Like, yeah, if they discover what was not in that pack, essentially. <laughs> oh god! And the way they keep being like, she's like, oh, I went in the tent. You did what? <laughs> the yeah. Guy, the yeah. dispatch guy is just like. No, a million, a million uh, percent. We're never going to find this chick until she's a body, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody has hope for Wendy at all in this movie. And uh, who could? Who, who could? could? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I know that I'm I'm shitting on this movie pretty hard, but I'm, I don't want to. I'm not going to write. It's worth a watch. Well, I'm not going to write off um, Roxanne as a filmmaker. Oh, absolutely not. Because I really enjoyed her short in XX. And I think that sometimes you do just, I'm not going to judge a creator on one film. That would be really unfair to their potential body of work, especially since again, the story was really well written. I think I just really didn't like the characterization of Wendy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if and when she comes out with another film, or when yeah, she comes she, out, yeah, she has two, two, She's got right? two coming yeah. out soon, yeah. Um, I will certainly be watching those as well, and we might, you know, we we very might, uh, we very well might uh, cover, cover those oh, I'm sure on, um, on here, especially if they end up being, you know, better than this one, so. Yeah, I do like to, I do, I like this crew, you know, they're all kind of like under Karen Kusama, but they're all these like indie horror filmmakers. Yeah. Like Ty West, the Radio Silence guys who just did Scream. Yeah. Um, Roxanne Benjamin, like there's a, there's a crew 
that's like kind of all the people who work on the VHS stuff are all this like little indie crew that's kind of just like got Karen Kusama as the den mother. And I yeah, fucking love yeah. it. No, I think we I think we definitely have a bright future um, for for horror but with definitely. all of these up and coming um, folks that we're seeing their work. Yeah, the guys who did Ready or Not as well. Like it's, yeah. all, it's all of those. It's the same like six people or so yeah and then and then we've got we've we've got the people who have been in the game for a while you've got bong joon ho and then you've got um jordan peele i now would say is seasoned yeah i mean come on <laughs> he's only on his third film and he's been but knocking he's, out of the park on every one of them so. i mean come on so yeah i mean i think that we have a pretty bright future to end this on a a, a high oh, note absolutely, i think yeah. we do have a very bright future alex garland coming out like with yeah. men like yeah i we're we're stoked on this 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 crew and all the others that are kind of like making their mark right now. We are yeah. in a really good spot for horror. Yeah. And not everything can be a hit. No. You know, you've got we, a new Robert Eggers coming out too. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. So, yeah. So that'll be great. Um, that's really the note that I wanted to end on. I, I said everything I wanted to say about yeah, this Yeah. I movie. like that she's part of this crew. I think she does a really good job with a lot of things. Um, yeah. This is just not Not. N- yeah. Not, not the fave. But Yeah. So you guys know where to find us. We're on Instagram at Horror Babes Podcast. We're on Twitter at Horror Babes Pod. And we have a little website, horrorbabespod.com. If you're enjoying us, feel free to give us a rating or a review on mm-hmm. iTunes. And until next time, bye, bye babes. Hey, babe. Yeah, babe. Yeah. <laughs>